insane over the carnage. He, he still thinks he's on the battlefield when he shows home. And it's so like, again, it sounds ridiculous, but like when he arrives home and he's still talking about like the bloody carnage and yelling like kill, kill and laughing maniacally and doing insane flips and doing incredible, you know, uh, Kung Fu, you know, you would be like, well, that's not what PTSD looks like. That's not like a realistic depiction of PTSD. Right. But again, th- that's not what Lau Karlung is interested in. He's interested in the sort of the, the genre a- as a heightened form of expression. So what would a crazy, insane Kung Fu brother who can fight that well do? Right. I don't know. But this is a pretty cool way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, and like, 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 like watch, watching a scene where like a son who is traumatized go up to his mother and, you know, basically break down psychologically after trying to you know, kill her too without but he yeah the, but 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 that scene is done between the two like duking it out like the mom yeah. gets in on the fighting and stuff yeah. it's so sick absolutely <laughs> and then while that's happening too you have like him giving a really emotional uh, performance saying stuff like like my br- my baby brother was killed by arrows one got cut in half one was trampled like Things like that. It's yeah. just it, there's so such a height uh, heightened element to to both the physical performance and the like kind of just dramatic emotional performances. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, and the mother like doing this huge dramatic faint as he's like recounting how the father died <laughs> yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, and, you know, in, in incredible zoom on him as he screams, followed by a zoom out on everyone uh, kneeling, realizing right. what it is that At he's saying because he doesn't understand. Too. Yeah, that 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 choreographed kneel where they all drop to their knees and well, then just like the brother does a, does a front flip into the kneel. Yeah, so yeah. good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a show off. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, this this has to be partially where John Woo comes from because oh, yeah. he, he his idea is the exact same. It's heightened physicality as expression of emotion and you absolutely feel it like you know you you feel this this brother's trauma and suffering as he's crying and screaming and relating the story but then also he can't it's so terrible he can't contain it in his body he has to move he has to he has to try to keep attacking he has to do a flip Uh, (laughs) you know yes yes so yeah, it's it, it, it's very it, it's very interesting and something that you know few filmmakers I think have ever really tried to you know recreate like especially nowadays. It's like, so it's very it's, cool to go back and watch that. I think it's because it's like it's got that risky quality to it of being goofy, I guess. And so it, it does feel mm-hmm. like more filmmakers people are definitely are afraid, afraid of, of that. Yeah, so <laughs> it feels like people take less chances on things like that that have that heightened quality because that's what does come with if you're gonna make that that kind of really over the top heightened thing in your movie, you are at risk more so of being kind of cheesy and goofy. But if you nail it, I find that those are my favorite moments in film because it's just like, uh, you know, it's why I go to film. It's that, that fantasy escapism element, but also driving home what the filmmaker's trying to say through the characters and the story. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it just feels like people don't want to take that chance. That's all. And I'm glad that he does. Yeah, and and he does it throughout the whole film. Like again, after that, that's when the brother gets to like the hunter's home, um, where he learns about how Pan Mei is like now in power with the emperor and everything. And you know, um, he's talking about how he needs to go and uh, you know get revenge for the country. And he's like, "Your country doesn't care about your loyalty. Look what your country just did to you." Yeah. Um, and uh, and then he says, and if it's for your family, like you, you must, you you have to wait. You can't, you can't. He basically is trying to explain to him that he can't get like hasty revenge. That it, it won't, it won't work. He needs to, 
he needs to uh, to train. He needs to go do something. And uh, watching the scene immediately interrupted by Pan May's men like show oh, up a ton and, of them, <laughs> and, and 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 this and this character have to explain that to him through his physicality because it's so interesting. Like he doesn't believe it when the guy is just saying this, and you know he's just like a hunter who lives in his country and respects his family, and he's trying to help him, but he doesn't really understand. And then watching this dude, one of the great. Uh, an- another incredible like Lau Kar Lung action set piece where they just oh, yeah. like break into his you know his sort of like hunter's house but there's a great part where Pan May's men are breaking in and through the windows Gordon, yeah G- Gordon goes and tries to run out to fight them because he's like I'm gonna get my revenge now and the guy believes so much in this idea of you know Gordon not doing that that he's actually fighting Pan May's men and Gordon at the same time, <laughs> yeah. where he's like kicking them out of his house and kicking and Gordon, trying to get like, Gordon into the tunnel. The tunnel. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like that, that stuff's so good. And then, yeah, he flips five dudes out of his house through the, like the, the, wall, the window side of his house where he breaks the entire house open <laughs> and flies out of the house holding a trident. Yeah, or like a, yeah. I thought it was like a pitchfork, but I guess it could be. Yeah, I, I didn't know if it was I'm a pretty sure a pitchfork is more is more uh, even uh, points. It's more points. Oh yeah, I think like it's this four. is literally this is three. like three. You're, right. You're yeah, right. you're absolutely right. So that's pretty awesome. That's another uh, variation on the spear weapon. <laughs> What's that? Like four or five yes. different variations now. <laughs> but I, I will say a big difference between these set pieces and what we're used to from Shaolin, for example, is that this obviously is a lot bloodier. Um, yeah. As we kind of mentioned, that we kind of glossed over it a little bit. But in in the main opening thing, when all those brothers die, like we were describing their horrific deaths, but they actually do die that way. Yes. Like you and watch this it. dude get trampled over by horses and like red paint, blood flying everywhere, and when the guy yeah. gets air you see all the piercings with the blood and everything and once again it's not like like with bruce lee i've found when we've watched a couple of those movies he'll have cuts on him and stuff but there's nothing that's like bleeding we're talking this is like gore yeah this is like this is (laughs) this is gory in a way absolutely yeah yeah well and the same thing so not only is it more gory it's also um even more heightened like the wire work is more exaggerated and everything too like like when this hunter starts like you know sort of like slapping and spinning and stabbing and like hurling these dudes around with